It's Wednesday evening, which is good news. That means we got over the hump and we're one step closer to the weekend. But of late, a lot of things at the workplace just been rubbing me the wrong way. So I'm calling for a little moment of self-reflection just to see, in fact, if you're a part of the problem or you're part of the solution. So first off, are you one of them extended borrowers that's always just borrowing pencils and things of that nature and never returning them? Two, are you one of them people that's always in the mix that's just knows all the gossip that's just when A, B talking, when you around to become A, B, C, not cool. Are you, in fact, one of the people that's always saying why we getting, you know, kept down or like in the spirit of Black Panther, why the colonizer is keeping us down at the workplace? Not cool. And then and last but not least, the one that I just hate the most, are you just jog riding manager to get your way to the top? So Such is not cool. So in the words of my boy LeVar Ball, stay in your lane, man. Whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. It's your boy, Raj Smooth. Whoa, and we are um, we are live and direct on a on a Wednesday evening, you know. Obviously, this ain't usually the norm. We normally do our recording on um, on Thursdays, but I mean, hey. Not that you would ever know that. I mean, yeah, I, we say it from time to time because we'll usually reference stories that happen on Thursday. So this, this format's going to be a little bit crazy, so I'll tell y'all right now. If it comes out awesome, give the credit to Raj and Los. If it comes out terrible, blame Aldo. But basically, um, Los has a, um, a daddy dog. This podcast is brought to you by Los, but he'll be on it later. Um, it's brought to you by Los. He had a daddy-daughter dance. Um, so that sounds fun. I guess it's a daddy-daughter dance slash sleepover, like you said, since he's doing it all, lock in. all night because it's late. I feel like he could be here recording right he now. He could. It's 10-13. The daddy daycare is uh, over with right now. Like, yeah. Why Why did? Why every single time you said daddy dance or father-daughter dance, I want to say daddy daycare. <laughs> every single time. You almost said it too. Because <laughs> that's that's the natural inclination for something like that. And uh, and then tomorrow, Raj has, I mean, what's your what's your um, your rationale for not being able to record tomorrow? Tomorrow afternoon? Yeah. I have most like most people. I have work. Oh, at okay. Tomorrow afternoon. So, so out there, um, viewers, this, this, um, or listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Aldo Nice. Y'all know what I got. Y'all see what I got to go through every week. This kind of thing. But um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just at your job since you're talking about work is what you got to do. How would you consider yourself? Are you um the person who be taking pencils? Are you the person who be gossiping? Or the one who jock riding the manager trying to get to the top? I mean. Robert Williams said that's the only three options, the only three type of people in this world. So you wanted to. You don't have to explain to me to the, what the pencil one is. Taking pencils. Oh, I know. Um, I got a, I got a, um, a young lady who works with me. Who um, I actually have this nice assortment of different color pins at my desk, and it's like some nice fine point pins that um that write in these unique colors. So I always order those and have a little stack. Whenever she come to my desk and start trying to talk to me about whatever it is she wants to talk about, she will grab a pen, take a little note, and then walk away with it. That's a pencil slash pen thief. That um that hit close to home. There are people like that all the time. Let me let me hold that pencil right quick or that pen, and then you never see it again. I'm a pen thief. <laughs> so so you cop into it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna take your best pen. You know, I'll take one. I'll take the big. You take somebody big, huh? Give me the give me the generic big. And you can't have my big. 
I mean, it, yeah. you ain't never heard of no long big. <laughs> you, <laughs> my big is your big, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think if I had to fall into one of those categories, I'm either the I'm either the jock rider trying to get to the top. <laughs> I'm, either, I'm either playing the game raw so I can make it to the top of the totem pole. I'm gossiping a little bit, but I'm definitely not the um I'm definitely not the pen thief. I think that that person is scum. I actually heard somebody say this a, a long time ago when I was in college. I got my car broken into, and I was talking to uh, one of my classmates. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Hot Cars TV. So my boy T was talking, and we was running, and he said um he was just like he feels like that's the lowest form of criminal on earth. <laughs> he was like, why would you ever break into my car? Why would you ever steal from me? He was like, how about you go sell drugs? How about you go do something, you know, rob a store or something? Do not rob me, another human being that bothers me. And that stuck with me. I, I feel like that's kind of I could of see I could see how that would bother you. My my uh my the reason why I steal pins on the regular <laughs> is because um people steal my pins. So I figure I just pay it forward. Hmm. Uh so it's just it's it's a it's an ecosystem of of thievery. It's an ecosystem. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like See, those are one of those of big words you were looking for, Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's an e- ecosystem of thievery. So, um, it's a food so chain, huh? <laughs> it's a, it's more of a food circle. It's a circle of life, you know. It's uh, it's someone steals my pin, so I steal someone else's pin, and that pin may get stolen back, or someone else may steal it. Uh, I just don't like when people steal my nice pins. I will never take your nice pin. I will take most of the time. It'll be company issued equipment. I won't take yours, but if you went to the to the back room and got some pins and came back with a stack, I'm gonna help myself. Um, when you but, refer to nice pins, are you talking about pins like Aldo nice pins, like my pins, or were you just I'm talking, talking about, about team nice pins? Oh, just any any pin that's nice. Okay, that made me actually think about some lyrics. Actually, um, there we were talking about just you know the heat. Rumble said that everybody in every work environment, I mean, or basically in any work environment, it's one of those three categories. Um, it reminds me of the the Hot Boys circa 1999 and the 2000. And um, if I had to break them down, I would say that Lil Wayne was the type who was jock riding the manager to get to the top. Could we agree mm-hmm. on that? Mm-hmm, sure. Um, the type that would probably gossip, I would think would have to be... Manny Fresh seems like the one who would gossip a little bit and it'd be all in the business if I had to guess out of that group. Might not be Manny Fresh, but, you know, that's the best guess. But the stealing pins, it's definitely going to be juvenile because um, he actually has a lyric that says, you could fuck my big, let me fuck your big. I don't love that big. I don't trust that big. So he's talking about his pin not the, the whole most. time. Mm-hmm. The big. Ain't that something? It ain't it, comes full, It comes full, full circle. circle. It always comes full circle. Full circle of thievery. <laughs> circle of thievery, man. Speaking of thievery, a big news story this week that, I mean, we didn't talk a lot about it. Um, I'm Honestly, me, I haven't even really been up on game about it because they just kind of flashed over the story so quick. But um, the NCAA, the most corrupt organization on planet Earth, is um, actually going through some stuff right now. One of the major coaches, what's his name? Help me out. Sean... Um, Sean Miller. Sean Miller. That's it. Sean Miller. Not to be confused with Darius Miller or Percy Miller. But um Or Reggie Miller. Or Reggie Miller. He um <laughs> he um 
they Yahoo Yahoo Sports released a story that um included some leaked documents from this guy. His name's um, Christian Dawkins, and he's a twenty five year old former associate. Um, of, not Daryl Dawkins. No, 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 not 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 Daryl Dawkins. And one time of one time NBA agent Andy Miller. So anyway, long story short, Dawkins is a name who comes up a lot in this story, and um, he was on the phone with the Arizona head coach Sean Miller, and they talked about coming off of a hundred billion, no, just a hundred thousand. Dollar payment for ensuring that a five-star commitment, DeAndre Ayton, will make his way to um, Arizona. What I think is wild about this story, more wild than anything, is that that it was a bunch of players named. Probably like I don't know. No, it was a like a lot, like yeah. all the top players. Like everybody that's going to get drafted in the top ten this year, yeah, from college was on that paper. See, I don't really, I'm. I pick up my college basketball watching right around, you know, March Madness. So I'm not like a college basketball year-round type person. Right around March? So like tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, like starting starting when this podcast um, airs. <laughs> Since you already be... told people what day it is? Well, I mean, yeah. Guess what day it is. That's not the same as dating a podcast. And our podcast is always going to be dating. I know like five, five to ten college basketball players right now. Honestly. I know the little dude, Tremont Waters for LSU because he be... Because he get to the bucket and he kind of nice. I know the little dude from Oklahoma because they play him on TV every day. Trey, um, Trey him, the dude Trey who, human. <laughs> who shoots threes. I know the dude from Michigan State, and I know he was one of them. And that's kind of why I brought this up. Miles Bridges, I know who he is. So, and then I know the Marvin Bagley. So, but I don't know. Was he one of the people that um was on the list too? No, they had another guy from Duke. Not, um, not the same guy from Duke, but another not Duke. Not the same guy from Duke. Okay. Uh, it was um, the guy from Duke was Wendell Carter. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of him. And then there was Colin Sexton from Alabama. Wendell Carter. Um, is that Coach Carter's son? It is. That he was in the movie. Okay. Actually, in the movie, he was a, like a child when the movie came out. He he was the, the child in the movie. The ball boy. I got you. So if y'all ever. Have a chance to watch Coach Carter again, and I actually have a copy, uh, autographed copy of Coach Carter right there. Um, if you wanna, if you look at that again, you'll see Wendell Carter. So all of the, so it was a bunch of people who got, who got in, um, who got tied up in this. But this was the crazy part of the story that I was getting to. None of them got suspended or anything. They're all still hooping, like all of them still hooping. Yeah, but it's gonna at? come. It's a well, one. It's still. It's like an FBI investigation, so it's like under investigation. So, like the notion is that whenever everything comes to the forefront, it'll probably be after the season. Anybody that won anything that had anything to do with this situation, their their wins, their championships, would all it all be vacated. So, like, if Arizona wins the championship, Arizona gets no banner. Do they do they That's get to much. do they get to win, do they get to actually play in the game on um, CBS and 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 like win and actually play the game on back, on the court? Yeah, they get to win. Okay, and when they win, do they get the like the one shining moment video on CBS? They get all that. Does Clark Kellogg and them just like get excited when they hit the game the winner? They get the full the full stroking. They get to cut and the nets. They get to cut the nets. They get to do everything that anybody else would do, and then in due time. They'll get it all taken away from them. And it don't matter. Oh, so Because like, they'll be in the league with a billion okay. dollars in their pocket. So, like, you're kind of talking about, like, how the Fab Five never played college basketball, allegedly. And Reggie right, Bush. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush Reggie never Bush. won the Heisman. Right. He never. Yeah, UL Lafayette never made it to the, to the uh, New Orleans Bowl. Yeah. 
Reggie Bush never um, reverse field and ran a 70-yard run against um, Utah. It, that never happened. It never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so basically we're saying happened. that nothing is going to come of this. Um, and I mean, why would the NCAA, this corrupt organization, do anything to mess up what I just said? It's March. If there's any other time when people give a, give two, uh, give any damn about NCAA is right now when it's March time. So, yeah, they would be that's their cash cow. Why would they? Why would they sit their best players? Not a. It's not yeah, a no, that would thing. be that would be stupid. And if I was one of their best players, I'm not sitting either. What you mean somebody you're not comes sitting? up to me? I'm not gonna sit unless y'all make me. Unless it's like court ordered, like or a school issued or something to where it's like you cannot play. But if it's my decision, because Sean Miller sat, the coach sat, and it was pretty much a decision made between him and the administration of of Arizona. But pretty, he'll probably be fired. And I think that's stupid. I think that that's rather dumb that he'll be fired. Because you know what's going to happen? He's going to find another job. And if he's a good coach, he'll probably make his way back to the top and be Arizona's rival. This might be so why do, you, why do you fire? I don't understand why something happens, you know... Um, uh, not Rick Patino, Bobby Petrino gets fired for riding on a motorcycle with that chick. And then, oh, all of a sudden, he's just got the job somewhere else and he's a good coach. So well, why it, not just keep him? It's different between um, like moral moral, um, moral reasons for firing somebody. If you're firing somebody, like I think they fired Bobby Petrino because he was um, having extramarital affairs and he was like being a kind of a general sleazebag. But there would be firing Sean Miller whom right now he's out on his own accord. He's not playing because I mean he's not coaching because he said he didn't want to coach. It's not it has absolutely nothing to do with them sitting him down right now. But um if someone sits down because of that, I feel like it's a little different where you have to say, "Okay, um that guy broke some big rules." Like Art Briles and like some other people like that. Like when you break big time rules, you usually don't get another shot. They're not going to give Rick Pitino another chance. Like You don't think so? You think Rick Pitino's going to get another job? Absolutely. Mm, he's going to win. Absolutely. Maybe. I mean, look at Jim Trestle. I mean, even though that wasn't really even that big of a deal, but Jim Trestle's the, the AD or something. He's I think he's the AD at Youngstown State right now. Yeah. And so, he was like a special assistant for the coach like the next year. He was in the NFL I'm, like the next year after stuff. Uh, somebody else is going to hire him. That's all I'm saying. So this Sean Miller dude, like he did okay. what he had to do to win. Sean Miller's not black, right? No. If he was black, would he get another would he get another chance? I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> I'm just I mean it's a very it's a it's a it's a very to the point yes, question. I if think it he was would get another Percy shot. Miller, would he get another shot? I think that okay, so here's here's what I really think. That's a that's that's not a that's not a yes or no. Because when Lorenzo Bowman yes. No, no, you let me tell Oh, you know what? Yes. And you know why you know why yes is the right answer? I can name a couple, but Kelvin Sampson. He used to be the coach at Oklahoma and now he's the coach at and he got kicked out for like bad stuff. Like in breaking NCAA rules, and he's currently the coach of U of H, I think, now or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so if you're here's a good what coach, I, here's you, what I think. Resurface. I think if you if if we if we put in the black and white meter on it, I think if you're white and something like that happens, so dudes at Arizona, he'll go down to like whoever the worst Pac-12 team is. Okay. If you're black, you probably end up at you know UL, UAB, Western Oklahoma, Michigan State University of of uh, of something of yeah, the great I got you a, a you know, directional and then you story. gotta build your way you gotta build your way back up that's and, and that's in theory let, let me ask you something do you think the FBI should even be investigating stuff that like this type of thing I mean 
the, the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Yeah, I mean, so, I, know, I, I know it's in their name. But that's like asking be, me if the Federal Bureau of Basketball Players should play basketball. All that, I don't know. Like the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms should be looking for guns. <laughs> I, no, I, get, I get you, but my point is just like, don't you have something else? How about you go investigate Rush, the Russia's um, hacking the, the election? Why are you investigating college basketball? Like, what is that? Right. But, okay, I say that to say this. So if they are going after it, then that means it's a crime. It's a big-time crime, right? The FBI, we're spending our government resources, our hard-earned tax dollars to go after and figure out things on wiretaps about basketball players. So let me ask you, what's the worst crime? Breaking the law by receiving a $100,000 deal to go to a college? Out of somebody's pocket? Out of just a booster's pocket? To go to a college over another college, which is... Obviously, this is bribery. Or there's there's some legal term for this that carries some stiff legal punishment. What's worse, that crime or stealing some shades from a um Louis from a um a store in China? The stealing the shades from a store in China is a worse crime. Absolutely, you got your rabbit ass mind, boy. Absolutely, rabbit ass mind. So somebody, somebody. Gives me a hundred thousand that I'm not supposed to have. No, 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 no. You can't say that I'm not supposed to have. Because he's not supposed to have it. Because okay, I'm stealing shades that I'm not supposed to have. Oh right. So someone which one gives me which one's the worst crime? Hundred thousand dollars. Which one's the worst crime? Let's take off. Let's take off the not supposed to haves. What's the worst crime? Gives me. Hold on. Let me explain it. I'm I'm being very very layman's right now. Someone gives me a hundred thousand dollars, or I take. For all intents and purposes, $100,000. No, I take Which for all intents and purposes $110. <laughs> <laughs> the same. It is not the same. Someone times gives worse. me 100000 of their money, or I take $110 of their money. Which one is the worst crime? <laughs> hey, we could agree to disagree on this one. <laughs> I but can't believe my, you. my point is this, that's not even a black white thing. That's a black versus black. My point is. The one player gets to continue playing, and the other one you suspend him for like this whole time. But this other guy is taking illegal money. He's taking money in permissible benefits. He is taking money he shouldn't have. No, he's receiving money he shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leangelo is taking shades he shouldn't have had. Receiving shades. <laughs> that man took that. If somebody at the Louis Vuitton store said, Oh my God, it's Leangelo here. That's receiving. Okay, so shades. that so that's that you we would put that on the same level as LeBron um getting the throwback jerseys. Yeah, or 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 the same the same thing as Terrell, Terrell Pryor Pryor with the tattoos. tattoos. Yeah, I knew you were going with it. For some <laughs> autographs. Like, come on, like let's be real. Like, but we all know it. It's all about who got caught and who didn't get caught. Yeah, you the think NCAA DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton. He, I was granted he is projected to be the number one overall pick right now. But DeAndre Ayton. Is the one player that you going to break the bank for? Out of all the players that came through the NCAA, DeAndre Hayden, you got to have him. They all, Make get, sure you. they all get paid. It, it's a corrupt That's exactly system. That's what I'm saying. It's a corrupt system. So maybe now the chickens are coming to roost, and maybe it's that time where they're going to start um, start actually taking some of this seriously, and maybe, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe pay players, maybe break down the structure. It's, it's a, lot of, a lot of things that can come about this. Um, but 
you know, it is what it is. But let's pivot a little bit because I want to get your opinions on some Bas- things. No because, pun intended. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a basketball uh, reference there. But let's, let's pivot dunk. a little bit to um, to just uh, the name of this podcast. Um, we call it this one, Kindergarten Cops, if you haven't already seen. And, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about guns in the classroom. But I want I want that conversation to happen right before we do the Raj Los um, split where, where Los hops in on the podcast. So, But to kind of lead into this, you weren't here when we actually had an opportunity to talk about um, to talk about that school shooting, the most recent school shooting. Um, I'll let you just start. Do you have any general thoughts on that that scenario and kind of the fallout in the last two weeks since the school, the Valentine's Day massacre that happened in Florida? Uh, the only thing that I... Uh, well, no, I'm not going to say the only thing, but one of the big things that I know is, is just the aftermath is uh, is people's takes on gun control. Okay. And that's where we are with it. Yeah. Um, so people's takes on, 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 on gun control. I, I mean, I can't say it any, any different than that. I guess it's all up to, all up to debate, you know, all up to like how you really feel. What do you think, what guns should be available to the public and what guns shouldn't be available to the public and whatnot. Um, if you really, really want me to know, I have, I have, I have friends, I have family members that have um, you know, assault rifles. I know you have friends and family members that have assault rifles, um, because I've you know been a part of them. But, um, <laughs> and but I don't personally have that, and I, I kind of I don't really see a point to it other than just to just have it. It's just a a luxury. It's not a necessity. If you have a a, a handgun like a pistol, I can see that as protection. Um, so what guns do I think should be available? That's iffy. I just think it should be nor- the norm, more of the norm, to own a pistol. And that's it. You don't need an assault rifle. Um, and to go to, de- to go to debating about just gun control and should guns be in school and whatnot, um, right now, I'm going to lean towards, yes, I think that there should be some teacher or administrator that should have a firearm. I'm gonna put a pin. Let me put a pin in that because I want to talk about that. But then we'll, we'll we'll circle back to that. Definitely, definitely talk about should guns be in schools or not. Um, but you talked about different type of guns and what guns should be legal and shouldn't. So um, it's kind of like the way when Papa John's um, came out and had their their negative press for saying stuff about how they the NFL should have nipped those protests in the buds a long bud a long time ago. Um, like some companies like to come out and try to just get ahead of stuff and try to, and then every other company hopped on and was like, "Oh no, cutting like business ain't bad for for Pizza Hut. We still good." My point is, um, Dick's Dick Sporting Goods, they stopped selling guns to people under twenty one, and they pulled all of their assault rifles from their inventory. So they proactively made a decision to take things off of their own inventory because they said, "Look, the gun control, the gun lobbyist, and and, and the NRA, and the 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 um." lawmakers aren't going to make any laws to protect the kids. So we're going to just do it ourselves as a company. And I think that's cool. I think that's getting out ahead of something and standing for something. Like, I think that's awesome. So that means that, um, officially, um, and don't take this out of context. I like dicks now. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess with Academy. It's funny. I like Bix and you like dicks. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> it's a hell of a day. Um, but a list of some other companies severing ties with the NRA, including uh, Delta Airlines and Hertz. So, I mean, people have found that what you got to do when you kind of like, because policymakers just really don't make things pop. 
you got to go after like some of these companies because the companies don't like that bad business and they will, they'll do things real quick. Um, so no, I, I, I definitely um, think that that's a, a interesting thing. And just kind of piggyback just a little bit on what you said. One other thing was that um, I do believe that everyone should have the right to bear some kind of arms. But like in my personal situation, I, I, I got a gun, you know, I keep a gun like somewhere safe where I know where it is. So if somebody breaks into my household, I will have a, I will have that tool to be able to do them in. But the only person that's really going to get I'm... hurt with that gun in my house is me. I don't take the gun and put it in my car and ride around with it. I feel like those people are maniacs because all guns do is escalate things, man. Like they escalate things to a point that there's no turning back from. And that's how I feel about guns in general. Like I feel like you can have one. To, to protect yourself but if you feel like you need to be protected just riding in your car going to and from work i feel like something's wrong with you like the media has made you feel like a different type of way um but yeah that's 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 what i thought about that i'll let you talk about a little bit about um you think- i guess i'm I know I'm, I'm listening to you you didn't you got a lot of people that would still be alive will smith one would still be alive if he yeah. had that if he kept his, if he kept his gun, at, like if people don't have guns riding around in your car, I feel like, like you said, Joe Joe McKnight will still be alive. If people don't ride around with guns in their car, I think it's, I think it's all part of that scary, like the way that the media makes people scared um, about things. And in, in, in that, I thought you would have an interesting perspective because when I thought about this this morning, I kept thinking I was like, you actually live in the mass shooting capital of America, like. Like, Colorado is where people get murdered, like, in mass shootings. I mean, I don't know if I'm just thinking that, but, I mean, you know, they had the, 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 the movie theater shootout, and then they had Columbine. So, I always think, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a hundredfold more incidents in Texas, but in Colorado, those are more, um, you know, in your face, I per would cap- say. Per capita. <laughs> there you go. Like, like, Louisiana got the most players in that league, right? It's the same concept. <laughs> Right, so um, no living in Colorado. I'm not a Coloradoian. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm not a native. I'm from Louisiana. I've only been here for a year, so I don't have the Colorado perspective on things. But um, but I do have the way that I feel. I do have a brother that you know sells guns. I do have a my father is in law enforcement, so I have a different take. And I get some I get some feedback from them. I'll ask them about how do they, how do they feel. Definitely, my brother doesn't always have a gun. In his house only. There's guns in most of the places that he finds himself in. <laughs> Usually on his person. So, you know. Um, and there's a lot of people like that. There is. There's a lot of people that, there's a lot of people that, that need them. And are that feel the need for them. And I think that it's it's so funny because... Here's here's really what I wanted to get at. This This podcast is always... It always seems to take a turn. Or it always seems to like take this take this uh, demographic turn to where it's white and black. I just think it's always funny. And there has to be something said about why it's always a white person. Like, why don't black people do mass shootings? Like, we are obviously not cut from the same cloth. So that's just one thing I have to say. I was getting on the point of... I was getting on the point of... Um, me and a little Asian having, dude... Me and a little Asian dude was talking about that in the gym yesterday. He was saying... Um, he said... We we got the Virginia Tech shooter. Y'all got the DC sniper. Everybody else is for the white boys. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. We it's just one, and I, and and yeah, and he was. I don't even know if he was. Was he black? 
Like, was he like black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was two black dudes. They was from like was he Baton from Rouge, Wakanda? Too. But it's from Baton Rouge. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, well, that's even worse. Um, guns in schools. Yeah. I think someone should have a gun in school. I think it's I think it's 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 well documented. Maybe not even not not well known, but that act that these shooters, these mass shootings, most of the time happen in gun free zones. So it don't have to be a, a it don't have to be a frenzy of guns. It don't have to be a gun frenzy zone. Everybody don't need a gun, but just know that there's a gun in the building. I think that that there would be a decrease, if you will. Not to say that it happens all the time, but I don't think it would happen much So if they knew there was a gun in the building. So the second half of this podcast is probably going to be a lot, a lot of educated ignorance because when we get Los on um, in a little bit, that'll be probably less than five, five or ten minutes in your time. Um, but I think that um, what, what, what's interesting about it is from the non-teacher perspective, it's, it varies by school. But most inner city schools, like we keep talking, you you, talk, you say like a lot of these things don't happen like at inner city schools or black kids aren't doing them, like or the Hispanic kids aren't doing it. At most inner city schools, there's a there's a campus a officer on campus. There's a mm-hmm. campus police. Mm-hmm. Campus police. There's 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 um district police who ride around in in cop cars. I mean, pretty much every district school district has got district police. But most of these schools has an officer full time employed to be on that campus walking around. Um, Usually they t- hand out tickets for fights and whatever. I don't recall per se when we were in high school if that was a thing, but it's definitely the norm. So somebody on campus does have a gun. So now my- this this podcast is brought to you by Officer Wallace. We definitely had an armed okay. police officer at school every day. Yeah, and they try to make it like it's a rural versus urban thing too. But we were rural as it come. We were like a small a small town we come from, and it definitely um was was police officers there. Um, in that way. So the whole point of arming teachers is um, it's 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 ridiculous for a few reasons to me. <laughs> I mean, okay. j- just for one, and I mean, like I, I guess I'm gonna expound on this a lot, but for one, have you ever seen Harlem Nights? Or if you remember this scene in Harlem Nights where um they were all out there shooting up um the sh- they were shooting at uh, I think they were shooting at Eddie Murphy and um Richard Pryor now. And they had machine guns, and they were like, and they were just shooting it up. And then one little dude had a gun, and he was like, pop. And it was, pop. And then he knocked the gun out of his hands, like, man, stop that little shit. Cutting, that's like, so, so, so you want teachers to have guns on campus? Or you want teachers to have like AR 15s on campus? Because that's what they're going to be going against. This well, they kid. can't get them at <laughs> Dicks anymore. They can't so get them at Dicks no more. Like, you them kids the coming in there with that Yapa. Website? Them kids coming in there with that Yapa. You can't have that bulldog. That snub nose 22. So, so let's, you can't let's have take that snub it. Let's just take it. No, no. And I feel you. I definitely feel you on that. But let's just take it back to the essence of what I said. I said that most of the time these things happen at gun free zones. You can't go to the movies with a gun. Like you, I'm not supposed to go to the movies with a gun. It says "gun free zone" on the on the the wall. Most schools, so yeah, granted, some schools have them have armed security. So maybe those schools don't need armed teachers because they have armed. I have Mr. Wallace. I have Officer Wallace there to protect me. But for the schools, so here's here's whenever you were saying about you know different schools, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the shooting that happened at the Lafayette movie theater, and yeah. of course that hit home. Right. And for us, because we're from Acadian area and that's hit home. So that shooter wasn't from Lafayette. That shooter was from Alabama. Everything in me believes that that shooter knew 
exactly what theater he wanted to go to. So whenever these shooters go to these schools, whenever this homeboy that, that went and shot up this school in Miami, he knew what school he wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. He knew that that school didn't have armed security. He knew it. So if I know, if I'm a shooter, granted, yeah, I might have that yapa. I might have that illegal gun. Mm -hmm. You know, I might have I might have that skull off of um off of um this game I've been playing Fortnite. I might have the skull, the one that's the best gun on the game. I might have that. But just the simple fact that just the simple the simple thought that if I walk into that school and somebody might I might get I wanted to get 50 50 children, but I might only get two because somebody might hit me with that popper. So I'm not going to that school. So if you listen to the um, if you if you I, I would I would encourage you to go back and listen to the podcast two weeks ago when we talked about the the initial aftermath of the shootings. I listened um, to every podcast. No, obviously you didn't because we talked a lot about that that particular scenario. Like I feel like if a whole bunch of kids ran out, if every if the school policy was to run out with chairs and throw them at the shooter, then that would work equally as effectively as two people. I mean. I'm just saying, if somebody's coming in there with a with a with a with a assault rifle to shoot up kids, one or two armed teachers, it's probably not going to be a great match for the kid. But I mean, you know, a lot of times you they might see one bullet coming at them and um and and get scared away. I get that point of it, but I'm pretty sure. And I, look, we'll see in a second. But schools don't have. How do I put this the right way? I don't think teachers are, are people you really want running around with guns, man. Teachers are stressed and underpaid and they like like literally they're on edge a lot because kids are ridiculous. Kids are special. Like so you can't have people in an environment with a bunch of crazy little individuals running around being crazy all day plus the interpersonal relationships with teachers of Teachers beefing with other teachers and everything. And then you introduce guns into this situation. Anytime you introduce guns into any situation is bad. That's like saying just introduce guns to, to like a basketball. I don't know. Whatever. Like a, you hooping on a basketball court. Now let's give everybody needs to have. Somebody needs to have a gun on each team when we go play pickup ball. No. No. Everybody doesn't. Somebody doesn't need a gun just because somebody might come shoot up the game. I love how you're just taking these scenarios like. Yeah, no, the people on Sesame Street need guns. Like, no, come Cause on. Because somebody might like, shoot up. Because somebody might shoot up the, um, the, the the production studio. I don't know. I just can't. I, I honestly can't see it because the crazy nut who goes and so, gets the gun certification to be the gun person at your school is going to feel like he can grab his nuts all the time and be like, I'm the gun-toting motherfucker at this school now. Yeah, and, and maybe so. See, what I was thinking, if kids are crazy, in my day, kids were bad and you go to the office and I guess if you had the permission to, the teacher could whip you. But if the teacher had that iron, then the teacher could pistol whip you. And then you know damn well you don't want to get pistol whipped, so you're going to be good. It's almost like this is a perfect, it's perfect to have guns in school. Because I don't want to be pistol whipped. I'd rather be whipped than pistol whipped. Um, I think you're ridiculous. <laughs> I just want to say that, and I'm and I'm and I'm so interested um to what Los has to say. No, so we 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 gonna transition. Like I said, y'all not gonna have both of y'all not gonna have me working for an hour 
on two different nights. I'm doing a half hour with you, a half hour with him. Do you have a Uncle Spools cabin for the day? I do not. You do not. But have... I may submit one to no. <laughs> I haven't had but any time hey, to write. But if you Uncle feel Spools like submitting but I might, one, I might, based upon yeah, this, I might wake up tomorrow morning. I I will I will I will put it in the edits with this man. But now I wish I would have said something about pistol whipping children. <laughs> That's <laughs> definitely Uncle some Spools of your cabin. best work. Um, so what we're going to do is I'm going to turn this over back to um, Rumble Williams. He's going to bring us into the second half of the pod. If not Rumble, yeah, yeah, more than likely Rumble. Go ahead. Somebody somebody going to bring us into the second half of this pod, and we're going to talk all about it, man. So one thing that I found, like, really, really funny, but on the same dime, I find it kind of, you know, upsetting and just kind of real confusing. When women get on the subject of men and the subject of why they're single, which I personally feel in itself is a very irrelevant conversation to be had. For the simple fact, as women, you got it pretty easy. Because as men, our job is to pursue women. So all a woman has to do is pretty much just sit at a bar for like a night. Guaranteed five plus dudes are going to talk to her. No questions asked, you know what I'm saying? But then comes into play an even bigger conversation topic. The fact that women are so fickle and on the fence about what they want from day to day you know that shit changes like they change clothes and the whole other topic of them being horrible judges of character because once you start peeling back the onion and start looking at their resume the characters that they tend to choose you dig it be the same type of cut of character and they expect different type of results which is the pure definition of insanity and you might have been thinking i'm speaking this this topic right now because i got dubbed but that has nothing to do with it it just over here and co-workers talking that nonsense just brought it to my attention, man. Y'all gotta do better. <laughs> well, welcome back to um part two of hour one of one hour of the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. Ooh. I told you we're gonna do a little different stuff. I mean, we kick Roger out. He, he's gone. Now, <laughs> now, <laughs> now, we, now we got C.A.P. here. Uh, Los A.K.C. C.A.P. in the building. What I told y'all before, man, look, this boy's working me, um... On both, man, what? Burning the candle on both ends. Definitely doing Record it. one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the evening. Look, we, we're going to put it together. Hopefully, this still has some cohesion. Yeah. As we were just, we were just talking about um schools and guns and stuff, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention what Rumble Williams just had to say. <laughs> what, it so, what it sound like hurt people hurt people? It, it definitely sound like hurt people hurt people. Bullies bully. Do bullies bully? The people who get bullied bully. So you think that he's hurt? I definitely think something's happened. He might have so, taken L. He might have taken L. He it's, said he didn't, but I actually watched the the Hurt Bay Part Two the other day. Uh, There's a Hurt Bay Part Two. Okay. If y'all didn't, if y'all ain't watch it, watch Hurt Bay Part Two. Hurt Bay Part the, Two. The dude is so ridiculously raw the whole time. Basically, <laughs> like we wasn't even together. Like we only did that so we could get on. Now I'm out here in these streets, looking like I'm the bad guy, and you over here with all the sympathy. And she's like, "But I, but I loved you." And he's like, "I ain't like you like that." <laughs> hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. So. Um, yeah, exactly I mean, Rumble, I might need you to go check. This podcast is brought to you by Rumble Williams. Shout I might Rumble. need you to go check out uh, Her Bay Part 2. Maybe you get a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go watch a couple seasons Insecure. Bro. So, uh, hopefully we got that. The energy level probably just picked up a bit or it's a little different or however it is. But uh, as Raj just said, I mean, you you didn't hear the first part, but Definitely. I'm just going to paraphrase. Paraphrase. Yeah. Apologies. Raj said teachers should have guns. Somebody should have that Thule on the campus. I, I told mean, him they got officers with can't, with uh, with guns. Yeah, middle but he was right. like, nah. Um, nah. I, I teachers should have that too. No way. Should, the dude in Georgia just shot the classroom up. How do you feel like you uh, expert to even say that? 
<laughs> no way. You, you ain't been to school other than just going. It's no way to just have you. <laughs> been sitting in I think Raj did used to like um, maybe sub or something. That don't count either. You just sitting there, they gave him work, sitting down, making him be quiet. You ain't really. You're not teaching. It's like a sack monitor. You definitely babysitting. You definitely babysitting. <laughs> yeah, you talking about the dude at uh, Dalton High School in North Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. shot the school, shot the little room up, had the kids running out and all that, man. Teachers don't listen. Teachers are some of the most irresponsible people on this earth, man. <laughs> like, and that's speaking from teachers. Yeah, we're not, we're not talking down on teachers. No, we're we, talking, we are. Te- I'm a teacher, yeah. and definitely we are some of the most irresponsible. And giving us a gun is not the answer, especially think think about you. You a little white guy, five five, one hundred twenty two pounds, <laughs> and in the six fold, two hundred seventy five pound pulling guard. Get mad in your class, and you the one got the pistol in your class. Right? He get mad, run up on you because you gave him an F, and he got he trying to be eligible. Tell me you ain't gonna pull that pistol on that boy. <laughs> they like, I mean, I, I I said this earlier that um I had a conversation with one of my um, other coworkers. He was saying ridiculous stuff. He was saying yeah. my old coworkers actually. Uh-huh. He he was saying ridiculousness, this this yeah. stuff like that. Um, um, America was um colonized way before the Native Americans by Africa. And he was just saying a bunch what? of stuff. I mean, that might have some on his on his face. It might have some var- um some value, but he was also saying that we didn't go to the moon and um. It's crazy shit. Crazy oh, shit. he wanted them. He wanted them. Okay. But he also said that the one thing that he said that kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. He didn't really articulate it well, but he was like, "I don't want no guns in this in this school because he's a, he's a teacher." He was like, "Because we the ones who are gonna get shot." He was like, "Black people still gonna be the ones who are gonna get shot." He was like, "The the issue is not that black kids get shot in schools. Yeah. That's not what the thing. Is. Oh, the thing shot, is, period. the thing is, little white kids get shot, or or schools get shot up, and a lot of kids yeah. get shot." It's not like a targeted black kid. No. His thing is that black teachers and black students are going to be the ones who get shot, shot if the guns are if the guns are in the school. I, I can't lie, but I, I agree with that. Like I said, if, if it's the little white guy with the gun and six fold Tommy Jefferson comes, up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He come through and get mad. You know, you, you watching kids knocking out teachers every day on World Star. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you know he gonna get upset. He definitely gonna pull that pistol on him, and he he's scared for his life. And then yeah, he's going to use that excuse. I was scared yeah, for my life. I was life. scared for my life. Oh, Mr. Johnson down the hall got mad at me. And came, oh, Coach Johnson came and got mad, ran up on me. I didn't know what to do. I, I got scared. I'm just happy to be the one packing the pistol at the school. I pulled it. I, I didn't want to shoot him. It went off. Banged him twice. Banged him twice. <laughs> Child. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I just don't, I mean, I really don't see a, a gun in the school not going to help them. Because they're not, ain't like you can't have an AR-15 in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You walk around there with that peedy weedy at the school and then, Snub boom, them. buddy come through there with the safari <laughs> and it's over with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You said that, that's safari. I don't know that's what that safari. means. That, you, 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 my open tour the bus safari came. But I, I thought, I thought I you were talking open. about that song you did. No, I ain't. Where you was throwing them stacks and nah, Leonard was picking them up? Nah, man. Safari disrespectful on my my Twitter, bro. <laughs> I, I ain't been on Twitter in three days, man. <laughs> but disrespectful on my Twitter, dog. <laughs> Dis, I mean, disrespectful. But, but I mean, I guess you're making a good point, and it's like, I would have to, I would have to agree with that. But you know, teachers are part of those. Um, you know, you talk about places like I've had. Um, this podcast brought to you by um, Duff. Duff actually told me once before that I should always shop at Target and not Walmart because Target's unionized, and um, like we should, we should support companies that allow their employees to be in unions. Mm. But then, if you don't allow your company, your employees to be in unions, then it's kind of like you're not gonna have give them their rights. Mm. He talks some sense with that. You Walmart, that's Walmart, actually, real close to my house. So yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? That, that's I'm actually Walmart, really, really true. Just a situation not too long ago. One of our um, paras got ran over by a car. Yeah. On duty. Doing traffic duty. Got ran over by a car. 
Uh, ran over? How that work? I got well, hit. He got hit. He had tire marks all over thigh, man. Ran with his foot all in his leg. Oh. He fell oh, yeah, down. I don't, I don't come back to work for about seven years. That's what I was trying to get the man to understand. But that's what they told him. Number one, he, he didn't call the paramedics. He went, they had him in the clinic for like three hours trying to trying to smooth the situation over. They ain't want him to go. I'm like, say, bro, you need to go to the, to the emergency room. Yeah. Like, you should, I would have been dead. I would have passed out. It's no way. You, you at school. You're doing what they told you to do. You get hit. So, whatever. Fast forward. They tell her they, they gave him comp, uh, workers comp. But they only give him like 70% pay. Yeah. Nah. There's no way. I got hit by the car. Well, that's kind of, I guess, to the point that I was getting at, that teachers have one of the strongest unions. Yeah, but you got to pay. Everybody not yeah, yeah, got to pay to be in there. So, so it's high. Like, five, so, I guess to, to go, I mean, to bring it all the way back to that larger point, teachers are in, in, in very aggressive and very effective unions. Yeah. They get out of stuff like I hit a kid or, or mm, something yeah. happened and they get to go back to work. Yeah, that's true. They'll get to go back to work after shooting a kid. Yeah. Just like George Zimmerman, yeah. just like whomever yeah. else kills a black kid and gets away with it. They're going to shoot a kid and, and give the same defense that yeah. they did when they killed Michael Brown. I was scared for my life. I was scared for my life. He yeah. came rushing at me. I didn't know what to do. He's a big black guy. I can't take him. And then, you know, a lot of those times, those kids are going to sit down and say the same story to teachers here. Yeah. Just it, because de- it depends, though. Yeah. Now, if you're in a black school. And you're the only white teacher, yeah, you they, shouldn't shoot black kids. <laughs> you they, de- might, they might, oh, they no, might they take that back. pistol from They shoot back. Yeah. It's not happening. Well, we, we know one thing we know for sure. At a Booker T. Washington or a George Washington Carver, they definitely not having no mass shooting. Now, people, not saying people don't get shot at the school, but nobody's running and shooting. The a person who's intent, intended to get shot. Will get shot. And it might ricochet and hit a little girl in the leg or something. You know what I'm saying? And so, the, the, the shooter is not killing himself out. No, he's not. He's running out to school. He's trying to not <laughs> be, be in the grandma house, hiding under the, in the, in the Un, basement. Under the house. Yeah. <laughs> under the house. Under yeah. The, yeah. He doesn't walk out and go to McDonald's and Subway and be walking through the mall casually. He don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, too, the whole school might not run. Right, <laughs> but who who got shot over there? You know what I'm saying? But you can't you can't you ain't running in the school with no AR-15 no black school because you will get shot back. So the dude's name is just so y'all know, this dude's name is Randall Davidson. That's a 53 year old social studies teacher mm-hmm. who refused to let his students into the classroom. And when the principal put his key in the door, he bust off, yeah. shot a um a handgun through the exterior window of the classroom, had the kids running and everything. Yeah. So that happened like the day after they were talking about kids. Yeah, I mean teachers needing them guns. And I mean, I think you make a compelling argument. I just don't think there's a place for it in in the camp because I can't make it make sense to Raj that it it escalates. Yeah, that's all it does, man. That's gasoline on the fire. Just I mean, just think that like the little thing that teachers teachers already do right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying with kids? You hear him yanking on kids, getting frustrated. You know those type of things. Now you're gonna add a gun in the mix. I'm already frustrated. I ain't getting paid worth shit. These kids not listening to me. I said, sit the fuck down, man. Bow! <laughs> like a whistle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, might, you know what I'm saying? Just, just he had a bad day. His old lady cheated on him with Safari. You know what I'm saying? She in the wheelchair. <laughs> I mean, so you just can't. You don't so, want that. So, you just, so a teacher going to be standing by the door and a teacher going to, I mean, a kid going to be talking noise. He's going to be up in front of the room teaching. He's going to mm-hmm. turn around and just lift up his shirt. Yeah. Like, like showing hey, that shirt. What you want to do? Brandish that. Yeah. Look. Right. You good? We. You, you good? good? Oh, you, you straight? You straight, bro. Okay. You gonna sit down? All right. All right. All right, then. Cool. All right. All right. Now, uh, pie equal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna send your ass to the office. I'm gonna send your ass to the nurse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no office. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna nurse, nurse come get him. He was in here tripping. And, uh, you know, I'm gonna write it up. I'm gonna send the referral down. <laughs> but say, I ain't gonna call the office. Yeah. I'm gonna call the nurse. Kids getting pistol whipped at school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's. it's it's going to be a real, you just can't do that, man. It's irresponsible. 
So um, actually, to to address this in Florida, actually, um, there was a twenty three to six vote in Florida um, in the Florida House of Representatives that would allow teachers who receive training and are certified by a local sheriff to carry a weapon in the classroom if the school district approves of it. So that's like Florida's, but you know, it's that's Florida. Florida. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. That's what Trayvon got murked Florida out. Florida crazy. Anyway. That's where they stole an election from Bush. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, mean from um, Florida Gore. Just, Florida's just naturally with the shit. Yeah. Like, so I can definitely see that being a thing out there, but you got to realize too, just like they're going to be, oh, so if I'm a student at the school, I'm a hood dude, I know I got guns. I'm, oh, you can bring, okay. I got mine too. I'm probably gonna bring a gun. I'm definitely bringing my pistol to school. Especially I know the teacher don't like me. Been talking shit about. Oh, I'm bringing my pistol this thing. Why not? Why it's a throwaway. I feel like I, I would hope that a bunch of school districts say would, no. would say no, yeah. and that they are smarter than the legislators. Yeah. Are. Like that, the legislators and the people who make laws, they're really just trying to appease the NRA. That's it, though. They just want That's the it. NRA to be happy and say that. They um, scared, they scared of the NRA. Everybody's scared. The NRA must, boy, they, 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 got, a, they yeah. got numbers. They yeah. got people behind them. They're not playing They say no ridiculous game. shit, though. Yeah. But I think I think they do most of their work behind behind closed doors, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, say you owe somebody money, somebody just come see you out the blue. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. just you in, in Walmart or something, and, you know, somebody walk up to you and tap you and show you, like, say, bro, you know. We got a we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of DVDs in this room, so I always point at DVDs and say, like yesterday I was talking, uh, well earlier in this podcast, I guess we would say (laughs) we were talking about Coach Carter. Another one, Fahrenheit nine eleven. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen Fahrenheit nine eleven in a while, it was the story of um of no, I'm sorry, not Fahrenheit nine eleven. Bowling for Columbine. It was the first um the first Michael Moore documentary Mm -hmm. where he came out there and he talked about the Columbine shooting. He basically said that the next day after the Columbine shooting, the NRA had a rally in um in 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 Colorado oh, wow. where they were talking about from my cold dead hands, you're yeah, not gonna take this gun away from me. It's Charlton Heston. You got Moses out here um talking about that. Yeah. The thing is, they're such an organization that does stuff like that. Yeah. So anytime there's a shooting, they were probably the next day in um in Florida having some anytime when they shot up that, that gay nightclub in Florida, that oh, happened yeah. in Florida oh, they, too. Yeah, they, they, they out there like they, they don't want you to take their gun. They right. take them out and there. they vote. Yeah. And they're organized. They show, up. they show up. Yeah, they are. I mean, and they strong. You know, they're strong. They're they making deals, man. Ain't nothing. Like, remember they had that protest. I wish, I wish, we, we, I wish we had some old unity uh, like that as a black folk. You know how cold we be? We already everybody already wanna be us anyway. Man, you know we, mean? Need to, we, we need to we need to we need to have a, like not the NRA, we need to have an NWA. NWA. But not not Negroes with attitude. Oh, uh, what would be? What you wanna call it? The um native Wakandan American Ascendants. Ascendants. <laughs> not descendants, no. We're going up. <laughs> we're going up. <laughs> we the NWA and then we go we need to go anytime they got some with the arrow at the end. With that. <laughs> He's ridiculous, man. He's ridiculous. The views expressed by CAP in this scenario are definitely the views expressed by the Best Friend Weekend podcast. Um, This one of these NRA guys, his name is Grant Stitchfield, and I want to make sure I say his name, Grant Stitchfield. Mm -hmm. Um, He basically shouted at the camera, he's a TV host, and said, there was no act of heroism when these deputies were sitting outside taking cover behind a cruiser as kids were getting shot when he was referencing the shooting that took place in Florida a few weeks ago okay. on Valentine's Day. So okay. basically, he's piggybacking off of what Trump said yeah. that if he was there, he would have ran in there. There's no way. There's no way. That boy, that boy got that yapping and you coming in with the little pow, pow. 
Even if I got the, the yapo. I'm not going in there with it. I'm not running into <laughs> to try to. I mean, if I'm a special ops agent or whatever. That's different, bro. That's, that's regular cops, dude. man. That's yeah. regular cops who eat man. donuts. That boy, don't want, that boy probably bust his gun three times at the fire. At the at shooting the, range. That's donut cops. That's and officer sheriff, friendly. Though. Though. Yeah, officer sheriff. friendly is not running up in the not, school. No, no way. I know officer friendly. He definitely I not seen him today. He's not He's running. not running up in. No, it's not possible. I'm not trying to be no hero. I got a, I got a whole daughter and a family and a life life. How was the um how was the daddy daughter? I was great, man. We had fun. We turned up, you know, it's this and that. <laughs> you <laughs> turn, you turn up at the daddy daughter dance, yeah, huh? Yeah, man. Shit. Um, another story that came out about this, and I guess we're gonna pivot a little bit from the um from the teachers, just a little bit to this, that um how the how the media covers this, which is just a very interesting thing, right? So right after the Florida thing, they had the CNN town hall, which I thought was interesting that CNN kind of hits the ground running with yeah. these. They always kind of like black in America, they yeah. they always have a good little special on yeah. to make you kind of think and they talk the about game most of the time. They try to get out there. Yeah. I mean, and CNN was always kind of like the fair and balanced yeah. more than anybody else. It's it's more left leaning now because Trump's coming at them, mm-hmm. so they come back at him. Yeah. I mean, that's natural human nature. I'm fine with that. I just wish BET would pick some of that up, man. But they don't. BET don't do it right though. Man, I ain't watched BET since ever. I'm, like I, I told y'all before, I don't know what channel ball. BET is. Man, I haven't watched it in a while. I just wish they would. I ain't watched it since Hits was on. <laughs> Move, fine, move. <laughs> milk it, milk it, milk it. <laughs> it's hits on BT. Yeah, BT hits. Yeah. And man, yeah, Comic View and Cedar. Yeah, yeah, I used to watch it. <laughs> on the Bentley watching BT, I'm tripping off of Cedar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But um, but anyway, in the town hall, they had there was a story that came out that this Florida um kid, mm-hmm. I think his, his name was he's a junior at that um Stoneman Douglas High School. That's the school that got shot up. Okay, his name's Colton Hab. And he basically came out, and it was a news story about two or three weeks ago mm-hmm. that basically said that he told, um, he, he came out and said that when he gave his list of questions to CNN for that town call hall, mm-hmm. they told him no, that he needed to ask these different questions and that these questions needed to be basically scripted. Uh-huh. So they came out, and after he said that, a bunch of conservative news um, websites, they came out, and it, the, the, the special was on the 21st, so it mm-hmm. was nothing but about a week ago, and they called it proof. That the forum was slanted against gun rights, and Donald Trump even tweeted about it that I week. Was running with that, huh? just like so much of CNN, Ooh, fake news, yeah, and then they was running with it for a week. So guess what happened yesterday? Troll. Nope. The daddy came out and said he acknowledged that he omitted words in the original email that he sent to media outlets accusing CNN <laughs> of using scripted remarks at the town hall. <laughs> so basically, what they what they really told the boy was. You can't, like, him and his daddy came up with all these questions. Like, you can't use all of them, basically. Like, basically, in any situation, all these kids got shot up, great. You ask the people, and the majority never really (laughs) rules. great, all the kids got shot up. (laughs) All these kids get shot up. After the kids, darn. After the kids get shot up, you you, you maybe ask all of the kids. Let's say it's a thousand kids at Mm -hmm. the school. And you say, what do y'all, what would y'all like to happen? Yeah. And about... Probably 850 of them are like, get rid of guns. We don't want no guns, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you can hear this as the the direct message that they're all mm-hmm. sending. And it's like 100, 120 of them, 150 of them, who parents at home being big Republicans mm-hmm. or big gun owners, like, no, we need more guns. NRA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know the dad was probably sitting over there, drove at the house, watching all them kids say they don't need no guns, and sent his son over there. Probably mm-hmm. wrote the letter fun. Yeah. 
with all the questions. Um, so the questions were probably imagine what the questions was like. Oh, Obama. Um, yeah, okay. why didn't you say anything when Obama was uh, yeah, Sandy Hook? This is all Obama's fault, right here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so was, what are you gonna do? Black, it probably was a black guy who told him to come in here and do that. Yeah, yeah that dumb. What, what are you What are you gonna do to um to take away um some of those Obama era um you, you know they they guns all of those, lives matter too. Guns lives matter. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> so, but basically what CNN really told the dude was, and the real story was, you can't ask all them questions. Yeah. Ask me you me. just, like, take about three of them over. Two or, you get one. Every kid gets one yeah, question. So you can't ask 20. 56 questions up here trying to know. And he replied like, nah, I ain't going. And they tried to make me say what they wanted me to say. Mm-hmm. Fake news. Yeah. Come the on. problem is the damage is already done. done. Yeah, the I mean, story is already out there. Yeah, it's just like it's just like if you a woman when a woman accused somebody of rape, exactly, and he ain't touching, it's bad. It's nothing you can't. And she can come back later and say he didn't rape me, but it's already out there. You raped him, no matter what. That you remember that story about the um the high school player in California. Um, this happened. Maybe he's around our age. Mm-hmm. He was he was a really good high school football player. They accused him of rape. He went to jail for like ten years. I remember that. Then she went back and said that he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. They let him out of jail. Gave two hundred thousand. They gave him some money. Yeah. They gave him some money. And then Pete Carroll, I remember for the um for the Seahawks, Game they signed time. him. Yeah, they signed him as like a practice squad yeah. player for a while. I mean, it was a feel good story. He was tall. He was a big dude too. Yeah, but that's that's. But everybody's not a feel-good story no. like that. But, I mean, he still took 10 years of his life away. So, you know, he, he, he's not going to be what you were 10 years ago. I don't Absolutely care. Absolutely not. I can't go to jail for 10 years. And then, no, there's no way. There's, there's no... Can you imagine how the world changed in 10 years? Boys, them boys would be wearing... Um, you know, they on iPhone 42 by then. In 10, in 10 years 10 from years. now. <laughs> I mean, that's like somebody would have went to jail in 08. Oh, God. They wouldn't even saw the Saints win the Super Bowl. That's terrible. Out in these streets. That's a bad life. Saints would have been on there and been like, lights out. No, no. <laughs> did we win? <laughs> no, they can even sneak cell phones in. So yeah, that that's it's it's that's bad. It's, it's bad, but I mean, you know, like I said, the damage is already done. So y'all gotta watch this foolishness, like what Trump's saying with this old um, fake news and things of the sort. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We're not hurt the mouth. We got diarrhea the mouth. I think he just be talking just to be talking. Like he really got to it. Like he he don't he has no point. He just be talking. <laughs> that's a real thing so I mean one one other thing that obviously happened last night like while we were um, recording um, that we obviously didn't get an opportunity to talk about um, was James Harden disrespectful last night man James Harden disrespectful as hell man listen I'm still an off on James Harden bro there's no way you gonna remember when you pushed me I almost broke my ankle when you pushed me and then you gonna stab me spin the ball around and stab me on national television in front of all these people I'm swinging Take that little fine. I'm pushing. I'm, I'm doing something to you. Then you turn around and do some extra stuff. Nah, bro, it's not happening. I don't. I don't do. Thank God, I've never been dropped like that before, ever. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? That's not gonna work. That's embarrassing. I ain't gonna get dropped like that in pickup ball, let alone in front of people. That's disrespectful. Let me hit this boy. But, but wasn't James Harden just, just waiting for the, the other defenders to close out? <laughs> Just because once they closed out, then if he had missed the shot, everybody they could have crashed the boards and been an easy bucket. No, I'm just he saying, no, he, he was wasn't. he was doing the smart strategic. He was going to do that basketball no. play. No, he was not. He was being a big nigga with a beard out there being disrespectful. And what's wrong with being a big nigga with a beard who's disrespectful? Absolutely nothing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but he was disrespectful. Very much so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we um I don't know if we're in agreement on that. I ain't. That's you with that nonsense, man. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of disrespectful, though. Oh, man. You watch your boy Leonard? Leonard? <laughs> Who is daddy? Who is daddy? 
okay, so let me tell you what I honestly think about this podcast is brought to you by uh by by, by Monique the God. And um, <laughs> what I thought was interesting when I watched that interview, and you got me to watch it, you knew exactly how many minutes and seconds yeah. it was. <laughs> watch all of them. What what I thought was interesting about it was that she came on there on a rampage, yeah. like she like she knew what she was was she was gonna try to do. It didn't I work. think he equipped. I think he acquitted himself well. He did handle himself very well. He, matter of fact, when she first said the name, she said, "No, he corrected her." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She's like Leonard. He was yeah. like, "No, it's, it's Leonard. Leonard." Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> but she. I think she was just she was just talking in circles, trying to make fake points. That's why she had. Daddy and then on at the, the end, phone. yeah. Then at the end, she can, had the yeah. little rant. <laughs> she had that on the phone because he tried to pick because he he knew like he he could tell. Okay, she don't know what she's talking about right now. Let me jump in. When she said, you want me to start first or you, or you start, daddy? He jumped in. Oh, well, yeah. You know, the thing was, but she was, you complained about the money, but you never made a counter offer. That's his whole reason. What, what was the counter offer? Yeah. We made one. They, they, they went back and said, no, no, no. Well, we didn't We didn't officially make a counter offer. Yeah. He said, well, that's business. I mean, daddy. I'm not going to call that nigga daddy. I don't know what his name is. Mr. Mr. Neek. Um, yeah. Dominique. Brother Neek. <laughs> Let's call him Dominique. All right. Dominique. Mon- Monique and Dominique. So, Dominique probably um, was on the other side of that phone. Yeah. Um, he, he was speaking some sense. My whole point is, what, what I think was very interesting about that is, I've been told in the past by women that, like, a reason they like me would be because I'm smart. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that guy because he, I like you because I'm smart. And I've even heard a woman say that I could never date a guy who wasn't as smart as me. Mm-hmm. I, I need to date a guy who I feel like yeah. is smarter than me. Smart. I think smart. that Monique, it was funny because I, I was picking that up. Mm-hmm. Like, she felt like he was smart. Yeah. And she felt like, Anytime I get into a situation in this conversation where I might not be able to handle it, like Charlemagne might be able to get on my ass. Charlemagne's smart. He's not a dummy. I'm going to send it to Dan. Yeah. <laughs> to dummy. Dominique. No, no. <laughs> Dominique. Dominique did make a few great points. I thought but he, he did. Yeah, but he still failed to um, make the point of why didn't they counter offer. Yeah. I think they were just stuck on the $500,000. His biggest point that he kept making was, if you're going to make me not do anything, not work for that two years. That makes sense. That, that makes sense. Then you need to give me that break. That makes sense. Now, nah, but see that wasn't. No, but he said when he when they asked about the count off, he said they they pulled the offer before he could make the count off. You remember oh, he said right. that was too too small, and then when he went to try to make the count off, they was like, nah, ain't no more offer. We don't want you no more. Oh, well, that's a fault. That's life, huh? Yeah, I mean that's life. I mean, but you act like he was against black women. Tiff, Tiffany had that two daddies coming. Well, I ain't like that. Part. You know how I feel about how I, how I feel about Charlamagne. Yeah. I feel like. And and you know I mean I, I I like listening to Charlemagne I think he's funny I think uh, the dude be making some good points mm-hmm. but my biggest thing about Charlemagne is that I feel like he cuts for black women way more than he cuts for black men yeah I don't know why it's probably maybe his upbringing maybe just the fact that he feels comfortable and he thinks that black women doing more moves maybe yeah. it's good for business yeah. but it's very seldom you see him like posting like oh this brother doing his thing mm-hmm. it's more often than not I'm like. A woman. Angela, um, uh, Rye, Rye yeah. or, or uh, Tiffany uh, Haddish, yeah, or the other chick, um, Cardi B, or the skinny, uh, the chick, yeah, chick, yeah. yeah. And, and anybody who's doing something and who's a female, yeah. he's all about yeah. it, yeah. And, um, and, and so I, Monique knew what she was doing mm-hmm. when she went in and said, Black women, I need y'all to listen, yeah. She was going for what who really drives Charlemagne, mm-hmm. black men don't read like that, no, they don't. That's probably why he don't. He, don't, he know he don't that's his audience. Yeah, yeah, he know. He yeah. kind of he he, and he he talks about his his marriage. Mm-hmm. He talks about his situation, like you know, on on air. Yeah, that's all things that women you know want to he hear. Open book, man. He don't. He ain't really closing nothing off. You know, but I, I feel like the thing with him is what she tried to do was try to take it away. Like, oh, you yeah. like he like uh, 
he like women, but he don't like her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I just feel like she she never... He not for us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They try I, to, and I think that, now, out of all of the shit she said, that is the most ridiculous. Yeah. Damn show for black Yeah, people. that's why I, I bust out laughing when she said that, though. Yeah. And then, I think, too, that, you know, I was like, maybe she should have took that 500, because... That salt and pepper natural with that silky burnt biscuit on the head was terrible. Dog, I ain't never seen have that that totally different, totally different color in my life. She was acting totally different, bro. She should have got the salt and pepper bun to go to match. And she was trying to little dog Angela Yee. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and Angela, I, I I want her to be more aggressive though. But that's not her role. I know that, but still, I want her. Like to be in the words of, I just didn't like Ball. how I ain't like how in she the words did of Levar Ball in yeah. Rumble Williams. Yeah, stay in your lane. You know, stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't. I didn't want. Angela just backed down to her like that. Because she was like, she came in like she was big dog. Yeah. I didn't like this. She came in there like, not like big dog and all, and she came in there like big aunt. Yeah. <laughs> big right. mama. Yeah. yeah like, like yeah, I'm your aunt yeah. and I'm going to chastise you. Come on, babies. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. And I mean, Charlamagne knew how to play the game. He started with like, come on, bring it in. Give yeah, me give a hug. Let's start with some game. Like, he, they knew what was happening, but when somebody come over there with, with a certain type of energy, you got to be able to respond to that and, and disarm them. Yeah, and but he did he did well. Like, he did it well. I yeah, think he I, did like I said, that was some of his best work. He wasn't yeah. able to do that when uh, when Baby uh, checked his punk ass. Hey, finish <laughs> all you done. You know what I'm saying? But Baby came in there. You're going to put some respect on my Baby name. ain't giving nobody no chance to talk, though. <laughs> he really, Baby don't want to have no conversation. Yeah, he ain't really trying to talk. Master P no checked his ass, too. Yeah, Master P said, we don't call her no bitch. We call it. We said somebody beats me. Real in the Mercedes. Yeah, that's my family. We don't call her no bitch though. Yeah, we gonna keep it positive though. No, I don't think he said bitch. He just told him. Uh, she was like, "Ooh, she 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 was bent over with them." Something, something like somebody, a whole bitch or a whole something. I, he didn't even. I don't even think that he just was referencing the album cover. And that man was like, "Chill out." I mean, P checked him before. You, if you check somebody early off in the game, they understand not that. It's know. Master P though. You still think Master P will bring a tank out on you? Uh, yeah, nah, 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 nah. Like that, man. <laughs> we ain't worried about My Romeo. bigger question is, who checking for Monique like that? Like, and I know we talked about it on the podcast. We had on Hey My Loves. I know we had yeah. on the whole podcast. I'm not we, running to see a Monique special. That's I don't care point. where it is. That's my point. Free, pan. That's my point. I don't want to see. I'll, if she come to the... Um, she start naming Cheryl Underwoods and yeah, Simone and, um, and what's that woman That was in the 90s, baby. Thea Vidal. Like, she uh, naming all kind of people. To my 2003. Come on, now relax. I mean, I guess I watched Tiffany Haddish special or parts of it. It was okay. It was okay. Is the what I'm gonna say? She know, and like she's better in the sh- in TV shows. But I'm I'm a chauvinistic man, and not even chauvinistic. I'm just I'm just. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not that. Uh, like like I'm trumping. I'm trumping in that way. I'm, I'm male first, and I'm black first. But the the reason I say that is because like I don't really listen to women music like that. I don't listen to R and B women. I listen to R and B men more. Like I don't listen to women rap like that. I listen to men rap like. I listen because I feel like, and I think it's the same lane. Entertainers when they're women, like actual women actor actresses, I'm like, um, I'm like, you know, I give them the just do, mm-hmm. you know. I saw Lupita had them hams. Shout out Lupita. Right. Hey, podcast hey. brought to you by Lupita. I think it might have just been an angle. I don't but, know. I'll, I'll squash no shot. <laughs> but but um, things like singers, uh-huh. rappers, and comedians, it's all like entertainers who are getting up there and entertaining you. And they tell stories. Mm-hmm. I want to hear stories from men talking about men type experiences. Okay. And that's and I think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's, that's your, I'm, 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 So listen, I would if, rather listen to a D Ray Davis yeah. on stage. But see, to me, if you're funny, you're funny. I don't care if you're a man. I want to Absolutely. Mind. Now, when you're coming to preach, I don't want to hear no woman preach. I'm like, not woman God. Yeah. 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 That's I, don't you know, preach. I just don't hear that. But I listen to you, Ray. If you can rap, you can rap, bro. If you can sing, you can sing. If, if I like it, I like it. I don't care what you are. So you got a Cardi B mixtape that you didn't listen to the whole thing from? Definitely never did that before. 
Have you ever listened to... Well, I've listened to a woman's rap album before. Yes. Mia X. Yeah. Many a times. I was about to say that. And I've listened to female R&B. I've listened to Miss Education or Lauren Hill. Yeah. Of, of Tree, plenty of times. A billion times. So, in the big scheme of things, it's not that I don't. It's just my you preference. You haven't found anybody that you like. My preference is, hey, I'm going to listen to... Well, the other day you listened to Taylor Swift in the car. Ha. <laughs> Look how you coming from She's me. just white, though. So, <laughs> like, you like, you're rather a snow bunny, huh? You don't want to support the sisters. Hey, man. It's like, hey, well, it's right about you. Yeah. <laughs> She's right I'm, about I'm, you. I'm um, Alan, but you could call me Leonard. Leonard. <laughs> Leonard. Al, Al, Alain. Junior. James. Hey, hey but James. since we're talking about um, black actresses and whatever, man, cue that music up for nothing nice. You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. So, yeah, I watched The Walking Dead this week. Shout out to my co-worker from back in the day, Mr. Allen, who turned me on to Rick Grimes and company. This show didn't held me down for eight seasons. Damn, where's the love? So I guess I could call myself a big fan over the years. But now, let's just say I'm not a big fan. Look, shows fall off. Lost fell off. True Blood fell off. New York Undercover fell off after they killed Torres. Family Matters fell off after Harry and Love shit. I don't watch Empire, but from the looks of the new season trailer with the chick holding Lucius hostage, <laughs> Empire about to fall off. So you know where I'm going with this. The Walking Dead then fell off. And with that harrowing realization, I have something to say that I have never said in the history of television or life. It's time for the black person to die. <sighs> Come on, black people. You know we always root for the brother or the sister to make it to the end of the movie or the <laughs> end of the show. That's why we love movies like Get Out and we hated racist shit like 300. Scream 2, Ghost Ship, Dead of Dead, and even Gremlins. When my favorite black actor of all time, Glenn Turman, got killed. What up, Colonel Taylor? <laughs> but I'm off to my tangent. It's time for Michonne to kick that bucket. AMC, kill her off. I'm tired of watching her play kissy face with the police officer. I'd rather do what she was doing in Black Panther and play kissy face with the dude from Get Out. <laughs> it's time to return Deny Guerrero to the black community. I know y'all saw she was dope as Tupac's mama in All Eyes on Me. And I bet y'all don't remember this, but she was Jill in Treme. Sidebar, mm. sidebar, sidebar. Treme was made by the same people who made The Wire, but Treme was never going to be the heir apparent to the best show in the history of cable television, which is The Wire. And while we at it, The Shy is off to a good start. You ain't seen it this I'm going to see it. I got, I'm checking out soon as I leave here. I mean, look. Soon as I leave here. But let's not be too quick to label The Shy as the new version of The Wire. Nah. It's too soon. Relax. And yeah, obviously the catalyst for this rant is that I saw ball out as a Koye in Black Panther. She was the head of the Wakanda military with a bald head and a vibranium tip spear and was badass while she was doing it. So that brings me back to the bigger request. People online had a whole petition saying that if Daryl dies, we riot. Let's start our own. If Michonne's still alive at the end of the season, we not fucking with AMC. Besides, it ain't like they got quality programming that we dying to watch nowadays. And they do got a history of killing off black characters anyway, like they did to my boy Gus Spring on Breaking Bad. But hey, I ain't got nothing nice to say about y'all holding our sister hostage on a poo-ass show. So I won't say nothing at all. <laughs> I like The Walking Dead, man. I, used I, to. I don't watch none of that. I used to like it. I ain't never watched it. It's levels. It's levels to that stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> but we need, her, we need her back in the black community. Yes, we do. We, we need her full time. Yeah. Ball head or no ball head. Either one. We, we can do the Wakanda way. dance. <laughs> 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 Anytime we see him, dog. Yeah. 
I mean, hey, look, y'all, like I said, let us know. Um, we might even make this a competition. Two, two, three things. Two or three things. First and foremost, best friend weekend, weekend is 420 weekend, 420 weekend. weekend. That's about seven weeks away. It's going down, down. Um, playing tickets are going to be pretty much real good in the next two weeks or so. Book, come out there. We'll tell you where the party's at. We're going to be talking about it. We're going to do live recordings of the podcast. We're going to be out and about doing it 420 weekend, Denver. That's the official first, first annual best friend weekend. Um, that's gonna be fun, dog. Second thing, I probably should have said this at the beginning of the podcast. I might go back and and, and edit it in there. Oh, I might just stay at the end. Whatever streaming you're listening to this on right now, whether this be on um SoundCloud, SoundCloud on YouTube, on your Apple Podcast, on your Google Play, on Stitcher, like we're on so many different different venues that you can listen to this right now. Hit the like button. Please hit the like. Click up. Hit the like button. Come on. Man. Leave a comment. Go to the to the thing that we're on Instagram. Man. Tell a friend. Hey, look, these boys got a good podcast. Man. Follow them, man. Let's get our numbers out. We want to get man. this out to the to the bigger community. Man. And the last thing I wanted to say was this. Um, y'all y'all can vote on who had the best half hour. Was it the Los Hour? Or was it the smooth out? I don't hit that like button on that second day. Man, it's only gonna be one thing, but they're gonna have to hit a comment. Come we on. like Los. Yeah. I want to say what you got to say like that, though. <laughs> Just like that? <laughs> Everybody. We like those. Stop playing that music, man. That extra music, Bounce man. Wow, wow. Have a best friend weekend. Bounce, man. Wow, wow, wow.